Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Win Today podcast. My name is Ryan Cass, and I am your host. Our mission is to inspire people to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. Wishing everyone a happy 2022. This is the first episode of the new year, and happy to be joined by my friend, Hassan Thomas. Hassan is a fintech CEO, founder of the FYI Fly app, host of the FYI Fly podcast, and most recently, an author of the book, From College to COVID. Hassan, welcome to the show, man. Man, thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here with you, my man. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy that you're here. And it's just a Perfect timing, too. I mean, the book is coming out on the 4th, and the podcast, obviously, that's picked up some awesome steam. You've had some great guests over the past year, including Anthony O'Neill. I love listening to that. I've been following him for a long time. <laughs> Appreciate and it. yeah, and then uh, the website and the app, you know, so, so this is great. But uh, when we talk about a new year, you know, we, we talk about goals, and a lot of people have goals centered around money. And I want to talk all about that. So why don't you share a little bit about more, you know, who you are, um, what inspired the vision to do what you do and, Mm -hmm. and how you're impacting people in the world today. Sure, sure, sure. I won't take too long. Um, So my name is Hassan Thomas. I went to high school. I was raised in Houston, Texas, Um, got a scholarship to play football in Maryville College right outside of Knoxville in Tennessee. Played four years out there, was a volunteer athlete. And in my senior year, I came up with the idea. Well, my cousin helped me come up with the idea for my financial literacy empire that I'm building, that I will claim and, you know, believe in, which is FY Fly. FY Fly stands for For Your Information, Financial Literacy and Investing. And our main goal with FY Fly is to become the number one educational the, our main goal with FY Flies to become the number one financial literacy hub in the world. So we would like to do that through our website, our app, our podcast, and our online resources that we're going to be implementing into high schools and colleges. So I really got my start in where I really felt that this was needed from, you know, just looking around, you know, my peers at my college, you know, I was a business management major, minor in accounting, minor in marketing. So I was taking all these financial classes, all these business classes, but I thought about, you know, what about the, the art major? What about the chemistry major? What about, you know, the other majors that aren't required to take these type of financial courses? If their parents didn't teach them, then they're graduating college with no idea basically how to be an adult. You know what I'm saying? Because we have to pay everything we do in life costs money. So if we don't know how to manage that money, if we don't know how to grow that money and save that money, we will not be able to live our best life. So I've realized money is the key to being able to live our best life. And what do we want to do? Live our best life. So we got to be financially lit to be able to do that. That's so cool. So senior year of college, you're kind of looking around and then you said your cousin? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to break down to that story a little more, um, I was actually playing football. I just torn my meniscus my senior year. I switched to running back after playing three years of safety, was never injured. (laughs) So I switched to running back, man. And my fifth week, coach was like, man, um, you've been doing your thing this whole year. And, you know, the running backs aren't producing as they should be. We're going to give you this, you, you know, your chance to, you know, start if you do well this week then you'll be able to start, man, for our against our rivals. So we were playing our rival our fifth week. And I went with the first team on the Monday, on the first Monday practice. And then as you as you may know, you know, in practice, we don't really hit too hard to preserve ourselves for the games. Mm-hmm. So it was Monday, you know, I was running. They were holding me up, weren't taking me down, just holding me up. And another player blocked another player to the ground. Well, between the ground was my knee. <laughs> Yeah. So they slammed the player into the into the ground, which hit my knee, tore my meniscus, done for, season over with. So man, I was just really, you know, writing my I was writing my senior thesis. You know, I was you know a bit down from you know everything that went on. My senior year is done, and I was writing my senior thesis, and I was telling everybody my senior thesis was over financial literacy, of course, and I was telling everybody I'm going to write this um, book. I'm going to write this um, financial literacy research paper turn it in, get an A, and then I'm going to turn it into a book and like, you know, kill two birds with one stone. Everybody was like, man, that's a great idea. Great idea. That's cool. But my cousin was like, man, I think you should turn that into an app. And I was like, geez, an app browser, that's smart. So literally from that day on, I began researching. This is September of 2019. I began researching how to create an app and literally came across an app, bro. I mean, literally came across a website called how to create an app like Acorns. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. I, and I've always thought about this, you know, sidetracking a little bit. I've always thought about like, man, it must have been super tough, like in the 80s and 90s to build these big giant businesses. Because now we can literally look up on YouTube or Google mm-hmm. or go t- tap in with your podcast to get the information, the motivation to go actually build these million dollar businesses. So it's just crazy the amount of things that we can do nowadays. But as I said, man, I, I found that website. And then from September 2019 to December of 2019, when I had my surgery on my knee, it was nothing but research, research, research. So I researched how to build an app, found all the different things that I needed to have within that app to then take to a potential um, somebody, a developer to potentially make my um, to potentially make my uh, prototype. Mm-hmm. So I tried, I, I went out to Knoxville and was trying to get people to help me make my prototype, but they were trying to charge me six to $10,000 just for a prototype. Wow. I'm a college student, a senior college student that plays football, just injured my knee. You think I got $6,000? <laughs> I called the financial literacy guy, but at the time I didn't have $6,000 to spend on, you know, a, a prototype for my app. So I built my own PowerPoint prototype um, just to show the functionality that I had planned for my app. So it wasn't nothing crazy, just a PowerPoint prototype that, you know, you and I could do just on a computer, you know? So I did that and took that PowerPoint prototype after I came back from my surgery. So this is now in January when I came back for spring semester for um, college, my uh, final semester. 
Mm-hmm. So now I'm here and I'm presenting to a bunch of teachers and some of the lower level um, decision makers at the school to eventually start working my way up to the real decision makers like the dean and, you know, the vice president of, of students and different things like that. So I had about 15 plus different meetings with different teachers and different people at the uh, different faculty members at Maryville College, my alma mater. And then, man, after those 15 plus meetings, I finally secured my meeting with the dean of my school um, for March 3rd of 2019, right before, no, 2020, I'm sorry, you know, right before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. Um, Secured that meeting March 3rd, had five of the most prominent teachers at Maryville College accompany me because they actually believed in what I was doing so much. They accompanied me to that meeting with the dean, had that meeting. It went so well. The dean actually recommended me to his app development team for their um, apps, their college apps that they create. So that's how I got initially the partnership, not the partnership, but the deal to work with the team out in India, as we were talking about before we started, um, you know, before we hopped on the podcast, I had a, a meeting with my development team out in India, um, you know, getting the app and the website straight. But that's how I really got that um, deal was just making those plays, meeting with these people and just, you know, the consistency, man, just keep on, you know, just keep on pushing. And then, I finally got to where I needed to be and just, you know, kept on executing. Man, you know, I've I've known you for for a little bit now, especially at the mastermind group and just conversations we've had. You know how I know even more so now that you're going to make it is because you mentioned there the consistency, but the theme that I hear, man, is persistence. Mm-hmm. And you don't stop and you had this vision as a this started in 2019 and also just Let's just take a note here that 2019, what mo- your senior year, so what, like mm. 21 years old, 22? Yeah. Uh, most 21, 22 year olds don't think this way. Or if they do have the thought, it dissipates after a month or two. Definitely. But you've been so persistent, man. And when you look at when, I, you know, like I love studying leaders and people right. and <laughs> when you look at common themes of some of the greats, I mean, you take the Elons of the world, a theme that emerges is persistence. Those people do not stop. They have a vision. And no matter what obstacle is put in place, whether you mess up your knee or you can't afford that $6,000 app developer, you're like, you know what? Yeah. Fine. Then I'll make, I'll find my own thing, but I'm going to keep going because right. this is my vision. So I'm curious, like that persistence, where did that first develop for you? Did it come through through athletics or other life experiences? Talk about that. Definitely, I would say through athletics and just, as you said, studying, you know, a lot of the successful people, the Kobe Bryant's of the world, the Deion Sanders of the world, you know, those seeing those people playing sports and just and even my parents, man, you know, my, my parents instilling that work ethic, seeing them, you know, because I grew up you know, boom, one, one bedroom apartment. And then, you know, I'm seeing my, my mom work and my dad work. And then we eventually, my mom, my mom and I move out to Texas, you know, and now we're in a, we're staying with my grandmother and, and my mom's still working. And then we eventually moved to the house across the street. So now we have our own house. So there's just, just the progression of the persistence. And then, and then on my dad's end, you know, when he, when me and my mom moved to Texas, my dad's working, you know, uh, low, low level accounting jobs. 
And now he's progressing, progressing, progressing. Now my dad lives in Florida and, you know, he's running a, an accounting firm, you know, that he was originally a low level, you know, accounted for 20 years ago. So just seeing that and being able to put it into perspective, okay, hard work and consistency yields results. So what do I need to do? Hard work and be consistent and be persistent, you know, as you said. So seeing that and then something as I got older, bro, and that I can that I want to tell everybody listening, you got to stop caring. You got to stop caring what people think about you, because people are going to talk about you whether you're doing great or whether you're doing bad. So you might as well do good. (laughs) (laughs) You might as well. Because yeah. they going to regardless. So you might as well do good for yourself. So when I really got that mindset, I'm like, they're going to talk about, you know, it, you know, they're going to talk regardless. So I might as well win. Win today. You know what I'm saying? I might as well win. You know what I'm saying? So that's really where I would say the persistence, you know, came from. And, and what changed it, what changed it was stopped caring about other people's opinions and just locking in and, and focusing on my goals and my vision. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like that's sometimes like easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You think you think so? Yeah, yeah. But the way that I look at it is like we're all trying to figure everything out. You know what I mean? All of us. Like just because, you know, you know, a lot of people say, man, Hassan, you make things look easy, this and that, this and that. I just don't I just don't necessarily show all the work that I'm putting in behind doors. You know what I'm saying? So the the the, it's so much easier once you put in the work and then you actually believe you're, 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 you're capable of achieving that dream. Like if you don't put in the work, you're not going to say like you want to be a, a famous singer. If you don't ever practice singing, you're not going to feel like you you're capable of being a famous singer. If a big opportunity comes and somebody's like, hey, we have an opening at this concert. You're not going to feel like you're able or 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 deserving of that concert because you haven't practiced you haven't put in the work right but if you can put in the work every single day reaching towards that goal then you're gonna feel more you're gonna feel like you deserve that because you've been putting in the work so you're gonna be confident and you're not gonna care what nobody thinks about you because you put in that work every single day to get to where you need to be so when that moment comes you're gonna be ready to execute 100 percent 100%. hundred percent yeah yeah no and i mean getting those reps in yeah as you as you said like that's what builds the confidence. And I think that's just a, a message I, I reiterate with a lot of guests and, and mm-hmm. you know, hearing from people like you is it's not like you had some cheat code or, or nothing like that. It's literally just small wins, small steps, consistency. Every single day is the recipe for that sustained success that I, that I like to talk about. I was watching, I'm sorry to interrupt you, bro. That just thought, gave, gave me a thought. I was watching something on YouTube and he was saying dominators, people like The Rock and Elon Musk and, you know, different people like that, they stack up, you know, good day after good day after good day. And then that turns to good weeks after good weeks. And if they have a bad day, it's okay. But they don't let the bad days stack up. They stack up the good days. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have two or three bad days. You have a, a bad week. Okay. But they're not letting bad weeks, bad months. You know, they're not letting bad weeks turn into bad months. They're letting those good days turn into good weeks. Those good weeks turn into good months. And then we wind up having great years. And, you know, we just keep on stagging. That's what I'm talking about, man. Um, while, while we're on the topic of mindset, and then I promise we'll jump back over to uh, 
FYI fly, but got to take advantage of the opportunity with where we're at in the conversation. So, you know, what all do you do to keep your mindset sharp? You know, I, I think Mm -hmm. you mentioned, you just, you just brought up, you know, watching YouTube videos. So I'm sure you, you watch a good bit of inspirational videos or there's certain books or people that you talk to mentors. I'm always curious for uh, people like you, like, how do you stay sharp? Definitely, man. And it's been, this year has been like a year of, of practice and just growth and expanding. Like this was the first year I, I you, you know how at the end of the year, um, Apple and Spotify will let you know how much music you've listened to and this and that. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first year I didn't have the hours. I didn't listen to enough music, bro. Last year in the years <laughs> while I was in college, all I do is listen to music. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like at, when everybody was getting their, their hours back, everybody was like, man, I've listened to 70 hours, 80 hours of this. Da, 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 da. And then somebody had like somebody said they listened to like 200 hours. I like, man, that's a lot. This was in college. And it was like, man, I was like, man, that's a lot. I, was like, I wonder how much I had listened to. Bro, I listened to 2000 hours of music. <laughs> Everybody else was saying 100, 200. I'm like, that's a lot. You know, year I've checked mine. I listened to 2,000, and I brought this up because now I'm not even getting those 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 hours anymore from music. I'm having a balance. So the biggest thing that I like to do is having a balance between my education and my entertainment. So mm-hmm. if I'm online listening to rap, like I could be listening to rap, you know, all day while I'm at work. But if I if I know I've listened to all, all rap during that day that I need to get off. And while I'm working on my business, I need to be listening to podcasts. I need to be listening to Gary V. I need to be listening to, you know, um, you know, other, you know, I, I watch, I watch a lot of people on, on, on like, uh, Grant Cordone. Yeah. Um, Gary V, as I said, um, it's just a lot of knowledgeable people on YouTube. And I really think like YouTube university is, is huge, huge, huge. Listening to earn your leisure. Um, Millionaire mindsets is another great podcast. Um, Black wealth Renaissance, another great podcast there. It's just picking up this information and not just picking up this information, but actually applying this. That I like to say is education without application is worthless. If you're not applying what you just learned, what did you learn it for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what's in your head. It matters what you can do with that information, you know, and, and actually create something or create a solution that will help someone, create a solution that will help, you know, yourself and create a, and start a business. So, you know, just to answer your question, some of the things that I like to do, um, you know, to keep my mind sharp, I've started meditating for one, you know, um, you know, especially like in the minority community, that's not, not wouldn't say looked down upon, but that's like, oh, you're meditating? What? What are you, uh, you know, a uh, Buddha or something like, you know, <laughs> you, know something like that. you know what I'm saying? So like different things like that. I've started to uh, meditate. And that's why I said this year is really a, a year of growth and just trying different things, trying, you know, looking, looking at, you know, millionaires and what are the things that they're doing? So, you know, eating better, you know, I'm starting to eat better and watch more whatever, what I eat, trying, I'm not, not succeed. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sitting at it too, too, too well, but I'm trying to sleep better, trying to sleep, you know, earlier, you know, really, really get my rest. Um, you know, like I said, the biggest thing for me though, Balancing that education and entertainment. That's, that. that's the biggest thing of keeping my mind sharp of because 
you know, I still love, you know, just because I'm, you know, job, uh, you know, jumped into this financial literacy game, you know, head on, doesn't mean I don't like to go to football games or 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 listen to music or be with my friends. It's just about balancing that. Mm-hmm. You know, balancing that. If you know you want to get somewhere, you're gonna have to put in the work in each area, but you don't wanna, you know, you know, put a hundred, I mean, basically. I don't want because, you know, Gary V says what he did, you know, as you as you know, from listening to Gary V, he was in the basement from all his 20s, just putting in that work, working at his father's wine shop. He had what, two vacations in 10 years. Yeah. I don't want to do that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gary. I don't want (laughs) to do that. Gary. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So. I want to do both. I, I'm the type of person, and and I'm and I and I'm and I've been saying this like throughout this year. I'm the person, and I'm going to be the person where it's going to be and and both. It's not going to be either or for me. Some mm-hmm. people may not like that, but I'm going to have my cake and I'm going to eat it too. Because what am I have? Why would I have cake and not eat it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so. <laughs> So, man, I'm going to I'm going to do and and both. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to, you know, you know, become a millionaire and and help people and create this big business. But I'm still going to have fun with my friends. I'm still going to go to the little baby concerts. I'm still going to go spend time with my family. It's and and both. It's not yep. either or. It's, it, it's 2022, baby. It, it's and and both. You you can do it both. You can do both those things if you know you prioritize it and you're intentional sure. about about where your time is going and um, mm-hmm. that you're putting time into the to the things that really matter most first. And then yeah, of course you get to be a human, have some fun. So yeah, I love what you said about education without application is is useless. So basically, with that, um, mm-hmm. let's talk about education and financial education, financial literacy. So uh, talk about the FYI Fly app and, you know, what that's going to be. Talk about the Mm -hmm. platform and how it's going to really allow people to take charge of their uh, financial freedom. For sure, bro. For sure. So the FYI Fly app will be the number one financial hub in the world. I'm speaking into existence now. (laughs) So users will be able to budget their money save their money, grow their money, and eliminate debt all in one app. So we have multiple tools and multiple features that will allow you to do so. Um, we have a budgeting tool. We have a debt elimination tool, a goals um, goals tool where you can set and create goals, you know, smart goals, as we talked about, um, you know, set those different goals and save for them automatically. And that's one of the biggest things that I would say is automated saving and automated um, you know, automated saving is one of the biggest things that I would definitely say is one of the big features on FYFly. So we have two um, um, two features or two tools, I would say, that are really going to be playing into each other and be um, very compatible for each other. So one feature is called the gather ups tool. So this is kind of like acorns where we would round up or gather up your um, your checkings. So say you spend like a dollar seventy five at Starbucks. Now, I know it's never that cheap. But say you spend a dollar seventy five. Yeah, for Starbucks. a cup of water, maybe. Huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> a straw or something. No man. ice. Yeah. For real. <laughs> ice is extra. <laughs> no, <Nah>, for real. <laughs> so what we would do would well, so what FYFly would do is we would round your dollar seventy five up to two dollars, and we'll take that twenty five cents and move that over to your savings account. 
So every time you spend, you save. So this is so critical because now you're not thinking about, okay, let me, you know, manually put $10 over here, you know, to save for my, for my check, um, to save for my check that I just got. No, let's save, you know, automatically. Let's save without you having to think about it. And that's mm-hmm. been one of the biggest things for me personally. So I was like, it works for me. It's, you know, it's, it's must, it's must going to work for everybody else. So that's why I wanted to put that in the app as well. So the other feature that will you know, complement that is the peace of mind fund. So the peace of mind fund is literally an emergency fund. But what we wanted to do on FYFly is take the negative connotation out of the word emergency fund. You know what I mean? We wanted that fund to be something positive and, and lets you know that, you know, we have peace of mind because we now know that we have money to fall back on if anything was to ever happen And that creates peace of mind, knowing that you have that money to fall back on. So with that peace of mind fund, what we do is Mm -hmm. we round your gather ups right over to that peace of mind fund. So now you're building that peace of mind fund. And now what you're going to be doing is you're going to be ahead of 70 percent of Americans because 70 percent of Americans don't even have a four hundred dollar emergency fund. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. 70 percent of Americans, bro. So just by downloading the FY Fly app and setting up your accounts, you will now be ahead of 70% of Americans by building yourself an emergency fund, or as we like to call it, a peace of mind fund. I love that you call it a peace of mind fund because one, even when I think of emergency fund, like, cause I, I have one like, dang, like I, I forget that I have it, which is good. But because yeah. I think that's what you're supposed to do. But uh, so, yeah, that gives me peace uh, knowing, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's there somewhere like when I eventually remember it. It's interesting how how we look at things like if we even name it differently, how it shifts your mental perspective. Because when I think of emergency fund, I just start thinking of bad things versus if I call it peace of mind fund. I'm like, you know what? Hey, I know I'm good to go, even though I'm likely going to tap into this because of a reason that I don't want to, but Hey, I'm good to go first, you know, because that first word is peace, not emergency. So (laughs) if you have an emergency fund, um, call it a peace of mind fund. (laughs) Change that mindset. Just as we was talking. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, wow. So 70% of Americans don't even have $400 saved. So I don't know if you follow, I'm sure, sure you, got to follow Dave Ramsey. Like he, he says with the emergency fund and one of the baby steps, um, that you should have at least a thousand dollars in a, we're going to call it peace of mind fund. Um, for, from your end, you know, once you start building this fund, if in the app, is there a certain number that you're working up to, or does the, does the person that has the app, um, do they determine like, Hey, I want to keep this rounding up until I hit 600, 600 or a thousand, like, what do you think the number should be and how does the app work in that, in that sense? Mm-hmm. So there's no uh, maximum where you can, uh, you know, lock out, you know, your peace of mind fund. You just keep on growing, keep on growing. Um, but my, me personally, you know, not even me personally, but from what we've experienced, obviously, you know, the, the traditional rules is keep six to 12 months of your expenses in your emergency fund. But bro, We've been in COVID quarantine lockdown for what? Almost, it's about to come up on two years now. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I'm thinking now we need to keep up 
you know, at least at the minimum, a year amount of expenses, you know, ready in that emergency fund. Because for the people that weren't prepared for, you know, COVID and the job loss and unemployment and all those different things, it was tough. It, mm-hmm. it was tough on them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So being able and now looking on to, onto the future, it, you know, a, you know, a lot of they say a lot of, you know, great things come out of recessions and, you know, the black plays and the, in the you know, renaissance and different things like that. And I'm just happy now that in this time I'm able to release these tools to help people because I feel like COVID has really woken everyone up on how important being able to manage your finances really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then I'm curious too, uh, uh, going through here, um, your website, I saw there's also tools for uh, debt eliminator. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about that? Cause one thing like I mean, me personally, I, I paid off student loans and there's mm-hmm. 44.6 million Americans somewhere, somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, there's, there's around 50 ish million Americans that have student debt today. Mm-hmm. And I think the total value is around $1.7 trillion last time I, I looked at the stat. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think part of the reason why so many people are in debt, especially student debt, uh, they don't know how to get out of it quickly or to yeah. manage their money or have a tool to, to be able to realize like, oh, it, this doesn't have to take me 20 years because sure. I don't think it does. Um, so how does that work? So the debt eliminator tool works. You type in your loan information and what we do for you is we calculate how much you need to pay off monthly to actually eliminate that debt. So we'll give you, you know, um, you know, notifications and reminders like, hey, you need to you need to go ahead and pay this off. (laughs) You know what I mean? You need to to go ahead and do that. So that's pretty much how it works, um, you know, currently. um, So that's where the and the biggest thing is just the knowledge and knowing, um, you know, how much. And and that's that's the first step, I would say, to personal finances is just understanding your personal financial situation, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people, you know, you can't fix something that you don't know is broke. So if you don't know what's going on, if you don't know how much you need to pay, then you won't pay it. It won't get done. So the debt eliminator tool will be great for anyone who needs their first step. So, you know, so they all they need to do is type in their information and then we'll calculate that automatically. And now they know how much they need to pay off monthly to actually eliminate that debt. That's cool, man. That's cool. So for people that have the app, is there a way for them to um, get support like through through a coach, like through one of your coaches or to you or um, once once you have the app, like how do you continue learning? So definitely, you definitely continue learning on through the podcast, but I'm glad you asked that because I'm going to be coming out with a coaching program with the app as well. Nice. So I'm going to be doing one-on-one coaching, um, group coaching, and then I also recorded like pre-recorded lessons and things for people as well. But the biggest thing that I like to say is, you know, after you learn, you know, you know, from the podcast or from some of the other content that I produce, after you learn what a budget is and how to, and, and, and why it's so necessary and why it's so critical to your financial situation, then you can actually go create your own budget on FY fly. So for your, for your example, you know, saying, um, say I had a, a coaching uh, course or a coaching uh, class. So we would learn about budgeting, learn about budgeting. And then you actually go create your own budget on the app and actually implement that. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely, definitely, I will be coming out with a, a coaching uh, program sometime soon. Um, and we're, you know, really excited about that. Look forward to seeing it. What are the biggest mistakes you see people making today with money and, and whether it's with uh, young professionals or experienced professionals, students, like mm. what are the three biggest problems you see you solving through this app or just in general? Mm-hmm. So I would say the biggest problems I see myself, well, let me answer your first question. So the biggest problems that I see today with high school, college and recent grad students, spending, bro, spending. And it's, and I'm not on here blaming them, blaming, you know, me, cause I'm still in my target audience. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not blaming us, but it's so much more than it was, um, you know, in the eighties or nineties, you know, we're getting what? A mil- like we wake up and we're being marketed to in the first 30 seconds to a minute by checking our phones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we have so many different options to spend on. Like it's so many different things we can do. So it's not that I'm, I'm, I'm blaming, you know, uh, us and the younger generation and things for our spending habits, but I'm, I'm acknowledging the problem. Our spending habits have to get better. And it, that's where it goes back to the balance of, okay, um, instead of instead of me spending 300 on clothes, how about I just spend 200 on clothes and spend 100 on the stocks or, or, or 50 on stocks, 50 on saving? You know what I'm saying? So that's where I kind of differ from Dave Ramsey's message. You know, I heard him say, or, or you even mentioned it, you know, the only time you should be in a restaurant is if you uh, work in there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that? Like no, just, I didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> I could see him saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, so I've heard him say that, and I don't, you know, necessarily agree with that, but yeah. I want, you know, my younger folks and people around our generation, people listening, to just have a balance. Just have a balance. So, like I said, if you know, you, you and then it starts with understanding and that's when that's going to be some of the things that i'm able to um, solve one of the problems i'm able to solve with the fy fly app is the first of understanding understanding your financial situation so being able to see okay here's my current balance here's and that's was something about the um, budgeting tool which i really like is i have them set it up from your current balance to your monthly expenses to the amount you want to save um monthly and then your spendable income. So it's like, okay, so just to, you know, for everybody listening, um, there's like four boxes. And the first box says your current balance. Now your current balance is of course, whatever you have in your checkings account. And then there would, and then that is like a little minus sign. And then that will go to your monthly expenses. Your monthly expenses will reflect whatever you have created your, when you create your budget in the FY Fly app then your monthly expenses will be reflected in that second box. And then there's another minus sign for your monthly savings. And I wanted this one to be editable so people could, I wanted to promote people to have a monthly savings. So whatever their monthly savings is, so say they choose to save $30 a month. Great, great. Start by doing something. Don't let nobody tell you, you're only saving $10. Great, save $10 a month. It adds That's up. better than saving zero. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then you have your monthly savings and then that equals your spendable income. So now the app user knows I have this amount of money to spend on whatever I want. 
because we already have accounted for our budget and the things that we need to pay for. That's in our monthly expenses, which is the second box. But that spendable income, that is the amount that we can spend on whatever we want. Go have fun. Go do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already accounted for your monthly savings, which is the third box. You know your current balance, the amount of total money you have. And then your second box, you know, this is the money. This is the amount of money I'll be spending on bills and, you know, fast food and, you know, certain different um, things like that. So that's one of the biggest things that I would say. So first one is understanding, understanding of your financial situation. Next, well, I'll say the biggest thing, the second biggest thing that the app is solving for people is that automated savings, bro, like we talked about earlier. That automated savings is so clutch. Not having to remember and let technology do the remembering for us and automatically move that money to our savings account is huge. It's huge, Mm -hmm. bro. Yep. Yep. And then on the other end, like we talked about that debt eliminator and that peace of mind, creating a financial peace of mind is where we're, is really where we're at with FY Fly. We want people to feel confident and comfortable about managing their financial situations. So that's where my platform, my the entire platform, the app, the website, the podcast, you know, everything that we're working on, we want people to feel confident and comfortable with managing their finances. I love that. So once it comes out, people download the app. Um, because yeah, money, money can be intimidating. I mean, it is, it is intimidating sometimes, uh, especially if you don't have everything squared away. I love what you mentioned about the automated savings part, because that's, that's even something that I do, but it takes one less step out of the equation. There's less temptation, uh, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, from, if you if you're having to manually move money from checking to savings or checking to investment, saving to investment, whatever, you might look at that money and be like, "Man, I don't, I don't really want to move it because I I want to hold on to it. I gotta I gotta exactly. have it. This is this is my baby." But if it's already yeah. moving around, it's like money that you're quote unquote you know not used to having anyways. That's that's what I always say. Yeah. Like when I when I automate my savings, I'm like, hey, it's it's money that I'm pretending I, you know, I don't have. I'm just putting it over here. Yeah. Like you said, forget about it. That's yeah, the best. And forgetting about it and, and watching it grow too. Like I like, sure. I like doing that every now and then I like going to look. I'm like, dang, For just, sure. just from moving it around. Well, automated, just from automatically moving it around mm-hmm. and then seeing the compound interest. I'm like, damn, like I want more people to do this. Like this is, this is really how you take charge and yes, uh, how you, how you become a millionaire and because you do it one time yeah once you set it it up one time (laughs) yeah and and um i've got the invest tab open on the website right now yeah and it's got a bunch of different things called out from etfs cryptos which i'm not even going to get into that one um on this (laughs) but uh real estate investment trust like a lot of really good uh financial products and options that you that are uh, you talk about here for folks that don't know too like let's say someone had a thousand dollars they they've got no debt a thousand dollars to save mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things you can do with that but if we're talking about investing it like yeah what are what do you think I mean me like I would naturally say put it in the s p 500 because that's mm-hmm. the safest bet but sure. uh, curious you know from your end um, what do you what do you like to do and and I mean, a lot of folks listening are are our age anyway so uh, educate us on that 
Definitely, definitely. So first of all, of course, I'm not a financial advisor. This is just my thoughts on what I do. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you what I do. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah, you know tell what I'm us. Saying? I'm just tell you what I, I want to learn from you. Yeah, for so, for so. So where I'm invested in is, like you said, those ETFs and those REITs, those real estate investment trusts. Those are the biggest and the easiest. The biggest, like you, you will never hear that. You, you will never hear the biggest play and the easiest play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the ETF, I'm invested into an ETF right now called VTI. And VTI is the Vanguard Total Market Index. So VTI literally tracks every single company in the United States, every single publicly traded company in the United States. Wow. V, and there's another, um, there's another ETF that I'm invested in called VXUS. So this is the Vanguard Total Market Index, but it tracks every single publicly traded company outside of the U.S. So that's why it's VXUS. Mm, okay. So those, so, and that's what I'm saying, man, just with those two moves, I'm invested into every single company into the world. So an ETF for anybody that doesn't know is basically a group of stocks. That's all you need to think about. A uh, single stock, of course, is a single stock. An ETF is a group of stocks. The benefit of an ETF is if you're, so with a single stock, say you're invested in Tesla and Elon Musk makes one bad tweet, that Tesla stock is going to drop. Your money is going to drop. <laughs> now, with an ETF, if you were invested into a group of stocks and say Elon Musk makes a bad tweet, okay, Tesla can drop. You know why it's okay? Because we got Microsoft, we got Apple, we got Walmart, we got Square that are all still balling and they're also going to do their thing. So that's mm-hmm. why ETF is so, so valuable. And that's why I said it's the biggest play and it's the easiest. And then now you go to the real estate side with the real estate investment trust. That's literally a group of real estate properties. So just how ETF is a group of stocks, REITs are a group of real estate properties. So it's so it's such a smart play, such a big play because you don't have to go out there and fix and flip. You don't have to go out there and wholesale. You don't have to go out there and do all the other manual labor of real estate. You can literally invest your money into a group of real estate properties and watch your money grow. So I'm invested into Fundrise right now. That is a, a app where you can invest into different REIT projects, real estate investment trust projects. And as I said, the other ETF that I'm invested in right now is VTI and VXUS. But I do love the S&P, of course. Um, I'm holding crypto right now as well. Um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and I sold the Dogecoin. You know, I, I, oh, I got man. It. <laughs> you could buy a Tesla with that Dogecoin. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool though. I like the uh, you you broke down what ETFs are and what REITs are because uh, that's something that I think I will you would agree with this, but uh, folks just don't know enough about, and there's not enough. I feel like there's not enough easily accessible resources out there uh, sometimes. So, uh, mm-hmm. but that's where you come in. So. Where do you get, how do you keep up with everything like the markets and your investments and uh, like, do you read Wall Street Journal, Reuters? Like what are, what are some of your favorite um, outlets? So really, honestly, I follow all of those. I don't read them. I don't read the journals too much, but I follow a lot of those accounts on like Instagram and Twitter. So mm. I see all the big updates that I need to see and I can, you know, digest them quickly then, um, you know, 
instead of me sitting down and actually reading a journal and, and reading a big article, post and all that, I can boom, 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 get the, get the, you know, headlines. If it's something that interests me, then I can dive in and really see the, you know, the real nitty gritty of it. But as far as that, I follow a lot. Social media is so powerful, bro. Mm-hmm. And how got into this, like getting these big name, um, big name guests on the podcast and things. Bro, I literally went to the financial literacy hashtags. Like I looked up financial literacy, like hashtag financial literacy, found the people that I liked, you know, whoever um, mentioned it. If I liked them, I'll go to their page and okay, I like them, follow them, shoot them a DM. If they respond, great. If they don't, I'm just going to do it to uh, 10 other people that I like from that financial literacy hashtag. So it's no worries. I go to the credit one. I'll go to the investing one. You know what I'm saying? So that's some good game. Social media is powerful. That's some free game I just gave y'all. So That's some good game right there. Yeah. Definitely take advantage of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, social media is just so powerful, bro. And it's all how you use it. You know, yep. you use it for, you know, your advantage. You use it as a tool, just like with money. If you, if, you, if you use money as a tool, then you'll be winning. If you let money use you and you the tool, hey. Some trouble. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, man. Um Talk about I want to I want to jump into the book, man. I think I think that was awesome yeah. talking about the app and everything that you're doing to um, increase financial literacy and pro- or promote financial literacy. And because I, I I just I can't tell you how many times I scratch my head when I when I hear people around me talk about you know wanting to buy a new car or yeah. a new credit card they signed up for. I'm like, man, come on, people, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, that's great. If you're buying the new car, I hope you're paying cash, you know, or or mm-hmm. uh, the credit card, treating it like cash, so you can. Because I, I, that's where I disagree with with Ramsey. Like, if you have a credit card, if I can, if I can get points for spending a hundred bucks, yeah, why not? You know, because um, I'm gonna treat that hundred dollars like cash anyways. But more ways for people to learn about you. You've got a book coming out January fourth, from college to COVID. Uh, talk a little bit about about that. Um, what's all what's in it, and sure. what inspired that? For sure, man. So, really, just my my journey. You know, going from I literally went from college to COVID. <laughs> <You know what laughs> so, just literally, you know, all the lessons that I learned from, you know, going from you know being a student to eventually becoming a CEO of a fintech app website podcast and you know I just had a, it was just a lot of different first man I, I taught my first class had my first radio interview had my first live podcast had my first this first that you know what I'm saying so it was just a lot of different things that I learned so what I did was I put five lessons that I learned during this whole period of all of the different people that I've talked to and all the different things that I've experienced. And then I've also included 19 podcast guests from season one, from season two. Um, We've actually had 50 episodes. So I've only chose uh, 19 podcast guests to make 24 lessons learned during lockdown to increase your drive, destiny, and dollars. So as I said, we have 24 lessons, five of my lessons, 19 from different podcast guests. And it's just really, really a book that will help you realign and refocus because just a lot of people have been, you know, depressed and a lot of anxiety and a lot of, you know, um, a lot of just a lot of negativity coming from this, this period we've all gone through. 
So now it's time for something to really get people back confident again to get ready to execute for 2022. Like whatever comes, hit whatever hits us in 2022, we're going to be ready because we're going to be ready to provide value. We're going to be ready to, you know, live in reality, eliminate distractions and embrace fear. Those are some of the lessons that I put in the book because those lessons are so very important. And those are some of the lessons that have helped me you know, create this empire that I'm creating while, you know, COVID has been here and a lot of different distractions, a lot of different things. When you do face a setback, what do you use to bounce back and regain your confidence? Bro, it's, it's something I turn, I turn, I turn anger into action, bro. I turn anger into action, bro. Literally, I'll tell you a story, bro. So this girl broke up with me seventh grade. Seventh grade year, man. <laughs> I tell you, I still remember this. So she broke up with me. And then literally, literally, man, I'm telling you, I was crying, telling my mama this and that, this and that. And the only thing that I could think of after that, like after, of course, and one thing for everybody to listen, of course, it's okay to feel your emotions, let your emotions, you know, run through, get all that out. But after that, man, you got to turn that anger into action. And what I did was after that, I started I started sprinting every day. So I started with I, I would go outside of my house and I would run sprints. I would run. I started off with four sprints. Then I worked my way up to six, eight, twelve. You know, and I, I kept that. I stopped at twelve. But point being, after that, when I came back eighth grade, I was a starting running back. Everybody, you know, every, you know, all the, all, all the ladies, was, you know, I was looking good. You know, I was lean, was fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I turned that anger into action and that's what people got to do. You know, a lot of people, you know, give the, you know, the, the nice, sweet, you know, how did I, nah, man, if you feeling some type of way, turn that anger into action and get active, like boss up, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, is realizing, living in reality, seeing what happened. And, and, and that's why um, the fourth lesson in the book is living reality. Because we have to take what happened, take it, don't act like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, don't block it out. Take mm-hmm. it, accept it, and now let's put a plan. Let's make a plan and make a play. Now let's put a plan to action, and then now let's actually get active with that plan. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, man. I love that. Go run some sprints if someone breaks up with you. <laughs> You're right, man. <laughs> hey, so I, I love to always ask folks about goals and vision. And you mentioned that FYI Fly app, you know, will become the, the number one uh, resource for financial literacy. And no doubt, man. I mean, I, again, I know your persistence. You're going to do whatever it is that you want to do in this life and and do it. Uh, and do it great and and exceptionally. And now that we're 2022, we've got the app that's rolling out. The book is is about to be out. But what are some of your what's your vision for for this year? Some of the big milestones that you're planning to attack, and then mm-hmm. moving forward, you know, even even into let's say the next five years when we're talking, uh, having this conversation, you know, where are you going to be? Mm-hmm. Man, we're going on tour, baby. We're going on tour in 2022, man. Edutainment tours coming to high schools and colleges near you. Live podcasts on Friday. 
financial seminars Saturday afternoon and then Saturday evening concert slash party we going up we turning up edutainment education and entertainment we coming to high schools and colleges 2022 man i'm super excited about that man i, I am so pumped about that i'm thinking uh you know we'll probably roll out some you know um in august a little later on this year and start hitting you know some of the back to school events some of the um you know homecomings and, and different type of events like that man but because I don't, I'm, I'm also an A and R, so I'm a manager for my best friend's record label. So mm-hmm. I also have connects. We have eight artists under the label right now, and then at the end of each podcast, I've also added an independent artist at each of in each at the end of each podcast. So we've done 50 mm-hmm. episodes in a year, like I told you. So that meaning we have 50 independent artists around the U.S you know, that we can tap into whenever yeah. we go to these high schools and colleges around the state. I mean, around the, around the nation. So, and then we have, and, and as far as the independent artists, we also have 50 guests that we can tap in for the live podcast on Fridays. So, edutainment tours, man, super excited about that. Also going to be coming out, um, you know, just furthering along with our um, goal of getting our high school and college curriculums implemented. I mean, getting our curriculums implemented into high schools and colleges around the nation. I've made partnerships with companies, uh, Sensei and Seedling. We have a partnership where we're taking all of our, um, you know, combined resources, certified curriculums, content, podcasts, all those different things and taking and packaging them up and taking them into high schools and colleges. And that's where I actually pitched to my uh, alma mater. I don't know if you uh, remember, actually pitched to um, my alma mater um, as well about getting our curriculum implemented into the school. So yeah, man, we're, 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 we're gonna be pushing that, trying to get that's this awesome. curriculum, cause it's trying to get it to the people who need it, man. You know, these high schools and college students really, really need this information so they can graduate becoming out financially literate and avoid making poor financial decisions that can take them, you know, years to recover from. You know what I mean? So those are pretty much two of the things that we're, you know, really focused on in 2022. A lot of teaching, a lot of coaching, you know, just really locking in, man, trying to and then also trying to lead a corporate world. <laughs> I love that. Now I'm pumped for you, you know, and. All these things you've got going on, um, you're passionate about helping people. And I'm curious, you know, what do you want? What do you want your legacy to be in this world? That's a great question. And honestly, I really haven't put too much thought on it. And, you know, before, before, you know, I got into all of this, honestly, I never really, and as I told you in the earlier, I, I didn't care what people thought about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I didn't care whether it was positive or negative, but as I'm watching more of the, you know, successful people, the the Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, the Elons, the Gary V's, all of them are talking about legacy. You know what I mean? So one thing that I would just want, you know, a couple of things that I would just want to be remembered for is just being, you know, a family person, um, being a person that loved and lived life. Like, I just want to enjoy life. I want I want to be remembered as a winner. You know, I want to win. Like, whatever I do, I want to win. I want to be the best that I want to dominate. You know, <laughs> for sure. For win sure. today. To win today, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Shout him out, man. Shout him out, man. I love it. So, so but, but yeah, bro, I just, 
You know, I, I don't have a, a, a real deep answer because, like I said, I haven't, you know, pretty much thought about that. But just some of the things that just, you know, family man, um, hard worker and just a, 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 a liver of life, man. I just want to live. I just want to have fun with my people and help a lot of people and make a lot of money. <laughs> I feel that. Nothing wrong with none of those things, man. <laughs> Especially helping people out. You know, again, you've got uh, you're working from the heart. And when you do that things generally speaking fall into place man so how do people how do people keep up with you and the app and the podcast and the book and everyone buy the book by the way on amazon definitely definitely so people can keep up with me through my instagram i'm most active on instagram you can follow my personal at ceo sonny so ceo s-a-n-n-i and you can also follow fy fly so that's f-y-i F-L-I. It's a little word play on the word fly. Um, you can follow us there on Instagram. We're also on TikTok um, at FYI underscore F-L-I. And I'm also on LinkedIn at Hassan Thomas, Facebook at Hassan Thomas and F-Y fly. Um, yeah, just, you know, stay locked in with us. We have a lot of things coming for 2022. We're partnering and collaborating with a lot of great people. And it's just a, just a movement, man. We're, we're, we're going to be taking it over pretty soon. So definitely, definitely stay locked in with us. Yeah, no, I love it. And love the content you're producing, um, and what you're doing. I love your mission. Again, this is something that's, it's also close to, to my heart, having been someone that, had debt at one point in time and now just yeah. really passionate about financial freedom. So, uh, folks keep up with Hassan. I love what you mentioned about balance that when you, when you go on these financial journeys, uh, personal finance journeys, yes, invest, save, do all those things, but, um, spend some money on yourself too. Like doesn't have to all go to or towards the savings account. You gotta, gotta fill your soul. So, Uh, Do those things, folks, and you are going to win today. Happy 2022. Thanks for tuning in.